we are about to hear the story of Andrea Eaton and her daughter Maya. Andrea has adopted Maya and is now trying to bring Maya to Canada. And we're going to be talking about a medical procedure. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. But here is Andrea as she takes us back to the beginning of her story of adoption and what is keeping her from bringing her daughter to this country. Yes. Um, I made the crazy notion of deciding to adopt in uh, May of 2020. So it's been three years now from when I started the process to now. And I expected the pandemic to slow things down a little bit, but um, there's so many steps that you have to go through and there's, they're all kind of staged. Like you have to do one to complete the other. And I don't know really that I guess the pandemic slowed it down a little bit, but I don't know that I could have moved faster anyways, because there's certain time horizons that had to be realized. And I met them all ultimately. So everything was great. Um, two years into the process, the, the two years to the day that I had reached out and said, I want to do this. I signed my papers to, uh, agree to the child proposal for Maya. Um, you know, in six weeks, I'm on a plane and then, you know, six weeks from landing in Nigeria, um, I'm legally Maya's mom. After that, um, you know, gathering the documents from the ministry and the agency that you, they partner with and everything, um, took a little bit. And then everything since then has just been waiting on immigration. Um, with like a, a giant question mark over my head of like when and why we're, why it's taking so long. Um, so that the whole process really went smooth, um, a lot smoother than I had expected it to, because I was told to be, to, to find patients I didn't know I had. And um, I was really shocked at, at how seamless it seemed to be until this point. So in terms of the adoption process, you have to get approvals from different places. So an approval in Nigeria, where you are now, would you need provincial approval or is this all federal approval? Um, so you work with a, an adoption agency within your province. So there it's um, provincially approved. Um, and then you get a letter of no objection from your province that basically says, we recognize you as a qualified parent. Congratulations on your adoption. Um, we welcome your new child as a member of your family. We recognize that. And we have no objection to this child becoming a Canadian citizen. But ultimately, the decision rests with the federal government. So federally, Canada is not really involved until immigration sort of steps in. Um, the agency that you work with, is vetted and fully qualified um, by the government, provincially or federally. It's still a government approval. And um, they work with a partner in Nigeria that's fully vetted and approved as well. So um, you would think that through all of that, the immigration piece should be a little bit easier. At least that's my perception. Um, but yeah, like everything goes through a ton of approvals before you get to this point. Like, your life is very much an open book of required approvals. And you have those approvals. You have checked those boxes. We're talking with Andrea. Eaton, Everything. Who has a daughter who she has adopted from Nigeria. Her daughter, we'll talk about this in just a moment, does require a surgical procedure, which also doctors have said, let's do this as soon as possible. Andrea is unable to return to Canada right now because she's waiting for, what, the, the final signature? Is that what this comes down to? 
we're, they're waiting for a grant of citizenship for her. So you um, take all your documentation to say, like, I'm now her legal parent. Here's our court order. Here's her identification, um, her government ID from Nigeria, like all the stuff that the government requests of us, which is actually a very short list of documents when you really look at the required checklist. Um, but we include the entire case history that she has. Every document I have about Maya is sitting on someone's desk at the High Commission in Accra. And we're just waiting for them to look at the file, say that you've dotted all your I's and crossed your T's, and she's a truly a Canadian citizen. I, in my heart, Maya's Canadian because I've met all the requirements. I'm legally her mother. How can she not be? Um, what does it mean if I, like, why? I don't understand why it takes so long to get past this point for adoptive families. It's very frustrating. Andrea is a mom from Tilsonburg trying to bring her two-year-old daughter, Maya, to Canada. The adoption process has been carried out, but there has been a delay, and it's something that can't be explained. Times are strange, here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home. We are talking with Andrea Eaton, who is from Tilsonburg and is trying to come home with her two-year-old daughter, Maya. We've talked about the adoption process that she's been through, that everything is checked, all of the boxes, just waiting on Immigration Canada. And it's a head-scratcher as to why she is still waiting. She's had to move. She's now in Ghana, but she's had to move away from Canada to be with her daughter so that her daughter does not get returned to the system in Nigeria or in Ghana. And along with the adoption process, there's another complication, and it's a serious one. It deals with an injury that Maya suffered and a surgery that it has been determined she needs. Here again is Maya's mom, Andrea. So Maya was injured at the orphanage when she was four months old. Um, she suffered severe burns. Um, and in the process of that incident, she had dislocated a couple bones in her foot. I've dislocated it might not be the correct word, but she has a deformity in her foot that prevents her from wearing properly fitted shoes. Um, she learned to walk at almost 21 months. So like she was delayed in that aspect, there's like, she's going to spend her life living in um, sandals unless we get this fixed. She'll never be able to learn to do like certain sports because she can't wear certain types of shoes. She, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, she's able to get by with it right now, but it, it needs to be corrected sooner rather than later because she's got all that recovery that she's got to go through. She's already been delayed in the, in the progress that she should have made as a toddler. Um, so, you know, and then there's her, her um, just paying attention to her burn scars. I don't know what that means for her as she grows, but she's got some pretty good scarring that I'd like to have addressed as well. But the Nigerian ministry decided because she was a candidate for international adoption due to this accident and the um, deformity that she suffered, uh, that they wouldn't provide the care for her here. Um, so we wait until we get home so that Maya can get that fixed. And has that been included in what the 
what Canadian immigration knows about the situation? <laughs> yeah. So when I was waiting, I think it was in the process of waiting for all of her documents to come in after she'd been adopted. The, as you get like more and more information from her case file that people have been building over, you know, the two years, um, I took the information that I did have from her medical records and I just as, a, as like a standalone citizen, not with a doctor's referral, reached out to Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto and said, here's what I have for my daughter. Um, would you take a look at this and tell me that, you know, if you would accept her in your care and I'm looking for something to add to her immigration application so we can get this addressed as quickly as possible. And I was really I didn't expect that they would answer me because I was reaching out as an individual, not through a doctor's office. And they responded within the same day and said they'd be happy to see Maya at SickKids, but that the wait was very long to be triaged. Um, The sooner I got to Canada, the better, because she's going to have a long wait when she gets home. Um, I was shocked by that. So, yeah, um, there's SickKids Hospital has a notation in her file. It was written on the outside of her envelope that it was requested um, she be expedited because she's a a child in need of medical attention. Um, And, you know, since then, I've applied for expedite for her file that I understand was granted at the beginning of March that they would to qualified for expedite. And um, her pediatrician here, we're actually staying in Akragana uh, right now while we wait because the high commission is here that has her paperwork. Um, her pediatrician here locally um, actually gave us a letter as well because Maya has a couple other health issues that have popped up since then to put in her file that have been included. They, IRCC has said that they have the um, documents attached and, and are available for the officer to, to review that the pediatrician here feels that Maya needs to be home as soon as possible as well to get, you know, more medical attention to her overall health and surgery. They've got everything. We're talking with Andrea Eaton, and Andrea is currently in Nigeria, and I guess that's the final piece of this puzzle. You are in Nigeria. You've had to essentially move to Nigeria? Yeah. um, So Maya was adopted from Nigeria. We're actually in Accra, Ghana. because the Canadian High Commission who has her uh, application is is here. And I thought it would be better if we were close to the High Commission in case, you know, we could stop by, talk to somebody. Um, you know, if we, they had any questions, I figured it would be beneficial for us to be here. Um, I've had no luck with that. They, they won't let us in. But yes, we have moved. Basically, I've been living in Af- Africa for a year. Um, it's been tough. It's expensive um, maintaining two households. And, um, yeah, I, I would choose a different option if I could. Well, we will certainly be asking Canadian immigration about this. And I hope that things are expedited somewhere along the line. The fact that you're able to tell your story, uh, that's certainly step number one. Andrea, thank you so much for being willing to tell the story and please say hi to Maya for us, and we'll see where this goes. But uh, it's a story we'll keep talking about for sure. Uh, thank you so much, Mike, for for um, giving us the opportunity to talk about the care and, and the help that she needs. I appreciate that. That is Andrea Eaton, mom from Tilsonburg, who has adopted Maya, who is now two, and is trying to 
get back to Canada, but at the moment is just waiting for that final approval. And as she says, she's been living in Africa now for a year waiting for that.